0: This is the old radio shows podcast. President's car passed
1: uh, the knoll on which the assassin apparently was situated. Hit the ground the moment the shot was fired, in fear that they themselves would be hit by the bullets. Uh, Bill Newman said that he did not see uh, who might have fired, and he did not know of anyone uh, in the vicinity who had fired. Pierce Allman was on the, uh, the streets of downtown Dallas.
2: As the motorcade passed through, and uh, you heard shots, it not? happened. It happened pretty much in front of me, John. I didn't know that the president was dead until I came back to the newsroom. They wouldn't let us out of the Texas Food Book Depository building, and as the president turned the corner, we uh, we were standing there and, and broke into applause. As he, as he came around, uh, it, 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 it's funny because we were we were remarking among ourselves, Charlie Ford, of radio promotion, was with me. And we were looking up at the open windows of the Texas New Book Depository Building and at all that open space and wondering just how in the world they had already covered all this and wondering where the Secret Service men were. And right after Mr. Kennedy passed in front of me, I heard one big explosion, and my immediate thought was, uh, like I think most of the people standing around there, this is firecrackers, but it's a pretty poor taste. I looked and saw the president. I thought duck. Evidently, he was slumping at the time. The car immediately sped on. Uh, no one seemed galvanized into immediate action. The shots didn't seem rapid at all. They were three, well spaced, reverberating the shots. How far were you from the car, Pierce, when the shots were fired? The car was in the middle of the street, and I was on the left-hand side of the street, I'd say about... Uh, 10 feet. It didn't stop. No, the car kept going. The car did not stop. The policeman immediately came over and said, uh, All right, hit the dirt. And everyone concerned scrambled right away, including this young man, uh, the young woman with the the children, Bill Newman, whom I talked to right after it happened. I, like uh, five or six rather foolish other people, immediately ran up the knoll over there by the viaduct and looked over the fence. We saw nobody except uh, a lot of people running around. And then I headed into the Texas School Book Depository where they were beginning to search. And, well, did course, you think at that
1: time that the, the assassin had fired from the building? Yes, I think this was
2: the consensus at the time, although now I uh, notice Mr. Newman says he felt the shots were fired from the mall. No, I see. I think the logical place to have fired them would have been from the building, and that when I left a few minutes ago, they were still searching. The, I think the, the general reaction of the people over there as I left was, it just can't be. We have this uh,
1: report that's received in the 57 radio newsroom that uh, Vice President Lyndon Johnson has left the Dallas hospital where President Kennedy died. Johnson was accompanied by his wife. Newsmen had no opportunity to question him. This report was issued at 148, which was just moments ago, and apparently, parent was the rumor that uh, the Vice President's physical condition uh, was not in good shape. Apparently he is, because Associated Press reports now that the Vice President Johnson was left Parkland Hospital, where President Kennedy died, accompanied by his wife, Lady Bird, and he spoke to no one as he left. This, uh, uh, how many shots did, did you three. hear? You heard three shots. I heard three well-spaced shots. Three well-spaced shots. Do you think that uh, the shots were, were returned? Could it be that... Uh, the assassin fired one or two shots, and possibly uh, one was fired in return, or do you think that all three came from the John, this,
2: this, this is possible. However, the three I heard, I heard a, a boom, and then a space, and then another boom, and it was not until after the third, a distinct sound, this third boom, that police were able to draw the revolvers and start... Uh, Firing in return And of course it was when they They actually were reluctant to fire I imagine there were a few shots exchanged I don't remember frankly But they were reluctant probably Because of all the crowds around Everyone suddenly popped out with guns And told the public to hug the ground For safety's sake
3: John, uh, we just got received word From Ron Ryland in the mobile unit That police have a suspect They picked him up in the Texas
1: theater He has a gun They are taking him to the main station now. And we're ready call for, in, uh, Ron Rylan. Rylan for a report from WFA's Mobile Unit. on that.
3: Dallas police have uh, taken into custody a white male found in the Texas Theater. The man is believed to be a suspect in the recent shooting of a police officer at Tenth and Crawford in Oak Cliff. A witness at the scene of the killing said that the police officer talked briefly with the young man, and the young man then shot the police officer twice through the head. After a furious search up and down Jefferson Avenue, the officers finally found the suspect that they have taken into custody in the Jefferson Theater armed with a weapon. He is now en route to the Central Police Station. From the scene, this is Vic Robertson reporting for WFAA News.
1: Well, apparently the assassin has been apprehended. We have no official confirmation of that, but apparently he was the one. Uh, we call in now Walter Evans and the WFAA News Cruiser.
3: Reporting once again from Parkland Hospital, we've just been told that rumors which circulated earlier that Vice President Johnson had also been shot are erroneous. The Vice President was not injured, nor had he had a heart attack, as has been reported from some sources. About 30 minutes ago, Vice President Johnson was taken from Parkland Hospital. uh, One bystander said he looked ashen when he was taken away, which is understandable. He has been taken to some undisclosed location by Dallas Area Secret Service personnel. There has been no announcement as to when he will be sworn in as President of the United States. That announcement is expected sometime later this afternoon. But repeating once again reports that Vice President Johnson had been shot, as well as Governor Connolly and President Kennedy, those reports were erroneous, nor has he had a heart attack. He apparently is in good condition, although in something of a state of shock because of what has happened here in Dallas this afternoon. He's been taken to some undisclosed location here in Dallas, undisclosed for obvious security reasons, Uh, when he will make another appearance is not known at this time. We'll have further reports from Parkland Hospital when details develop. From the scene, Walter Evans reporting for Radio 57 News.
1: And that clears up one rumor that had been floating about that uh, Vice President Lyndon Johnson was also in critical condition from an unknown cause. There had been reports that he was wounded in the shooting, which is apparently not correct, and there had also been reports that he had suffered uh, uh, possibly a heart seizure, and that apparently is not true because the Vice President has now left Parkland Hospital, the hospital in which President John F. Kennedy the 36th president of the United States, died. President Kennedy was shot to death by a hidden assassin armed with a high-powered rifle. Mr. Kennedy, 46 years of age, lived about an hour. After a sniper cut him down, as his limousine left downtown Dallas, automatically the mantle of the presidency falls to the shoulders of Vice President Lyndon Johnson, a native Texan, who had been riding in the same motorcade two cars behind the chief executive. Of course, there's no immediate word as yet on when Vice President Johnson will take the oath of office as president. Mr. Kennedy died at Parkland Hospital where his bullet-pierced body had been taken in a frantic but futile effort to save his life. Lying wounded at the same hospital is Texas Governor John Connolly, who was cut down by the same fusillade that ended the life of the youngest man ever elected to the presidency. Governor Connolly and his wife have been riding with. The President and Mrs. Kennedy. The First Lady cradled her dying husband's head in her arms as the presidential limousine raced to the hospital. She kept crying, Oh no. Connolly slumped in his seat beside the President. Police ordered an unprecedented dragnet of the city, and as you heard moments ago from Vic Robertson, WFAA newsman, apparently they have apprehended the man they believe to be the assassin. Official confirmation of that, of course has not as yet been made, but a man was captured, a young man, according to Big Robertson, after a chase on Jefferson Avenue. Uh, full details of that report escaped me, but as much as I could hear of it a moment ago, uh, police were trying to barricade Jefferson in attempts uh, attempt to apprehend a young man who shot an arresting officer. He was finally located in uh, the Jefferson Theater, or a theater on Jefferson Street. The murder weapon has been reported to be a thirty thirty rifle. Uh, for a further report from Vic Robertson, we switch now to uh, uh, WFA News Cruiser.
3: The man that the police have in custody and on the way to the Central Police Headquarters is the man who is believed to have shot police officer J.C. Schiff that he has been for no explained reason. As of this time, there is no location, no indication from Oakland if there is any further leads as to the man who assassinated President Kennedy. The man was found in the next to last row of the Texas Theater, still armed with a weapon. As he was dragged out to a waiting police car, he was yelling, I protest this police brutality. The police officers hurried him away from a crowd that was ready to leap on the man, and then he was carried away downtown. No further information is immediately
1: available. This is Vic Robertson reporting for Radio 57 News. There were reports earlier that a uh, dragnet had been thrown out about the uh, trademark in the uh, industrial section of Dallas. Uh, those efforts apparently were futile. No uh, one has as yet reported that anyone has been apprehended or any suspect sighted in that area of town. Uh, we... Uh, We'll, of course, have further reports from Walter Evans, who was stationed at Parkland Hospital on the condition of Governor John Connolly. The whereabouts of Vice President Lyndon Johnson are unknown. He left Parkland Hospital and is at a secret hideaway now under heavy guard, I'm sure, by Secret Service. And uh, when he will be sworn in as president is not known at this time. Newsmen had no opportunity to question him as he left Parkland Hospital. Shortly before the president's death, Two priests were summoned to the emergency ward of Parkland Hospital. They administered the last rites of the church. We spoke earlier in uh, the afternoon with a young man named Bill Newman, who was an eyewitness to the shooting. Of course, as eyewitness accounts often do, they sometimes disagree. Uh, Young Bill Newman was under the impression that the presidential car stopped when the uh, shots were fired, and that... Uh, momentarily, it resumed uh, its course uh, as it took the president to Parkland Hospital. Uh, Pierce Ullman of the WFAA staff was uh, in the same vicinity, and he said it was his impression that the motor cars sped onward without stopping. Uh, Governor John Connolly was shot in the back, slightly below the shoulder blade. The president was shot in the head. There uh, obviously were three shots fired from a grassy knoll. By the assassin, who was situated, one estimate placed him as close as uh, 60 feet to the street. Two of the shots struck home. Where the third one hit, we have as yet no report. Uh, Neither uh, President Kennedy nor Governor Connally were reported to have received two uh, bullet wounds, so that leaves unaccounted for the third bullet that was fired from uh, what has been described and uh, from what source we know not. Uh, a .30-30 caliber rifle. Now, Dick Robertson may have information on that because the young man who was captured in the theater on Jefferson reported he still had a weapon with him. Uh, how the, the, uh, the fact could be determined that it was a thirty thirty 30 rifle from bullet wounds is, uh, is not apparent at this time. A thirty caliber rifle possibly, but uh, as to whether or not it could have been classified specifically as a thirty thirty 30 Uh, We are not sure at this time. Six members of uh, President Kennedy's cabinet were out of the country when the shooting occurred, flying to Japan. An hour and a half out of Honolulu, the secretaries, all members of the president's cabinet, were advised of the killing, and immediately their plane turned back. They were expected to speed back to Washington. The party was on its way to a meeting with members of the Japanese cabinet... In the party were Secretary of State Rust, Secretary of Commerce Hodges, Secretary of Labor Works, Secretary of Interior Udall, and Secretary of Agriculture Freeman, all with their wives. There's further information on uh, Texas Governor John Connolly. He has undergone an operation for a gunshot wound in the chest. His condition is said to be serious. He underwent surgery at 1.30 p.m., and although Connolly was described as not as being not out of the woods, his doctors said that his vital signs are good. So apparently he is in serious condition, but as his doctor say, his vital signs are good. Just exactly what uh, the vital signs consist of. We're not sure. Perhaps that means something to you. Three of America's last four presidents have faced bullets of an assassin. The nation's 34 presidents have been... Of the nation's 34 presidents, three of them have been slain in office. On November 1st, 1950, two Puerto Ricans tried to shoot their way into Blair House because from the White House where President Harry Truman was then st- uh, staying, one gunman was killed, the other is serving a life term. On February 15, 1933, anarchist Joseph Z- Zangara Shot at President-elect Franklin D. Roosevelt in Miami. The bullet missed Roosevelt, the fatally wounded Mayor Anton Semak of Chicago. Today came the shots at President Kennedy, and of the last four men to be elected to the White House, only Dwight D. Eisenhower saw no attempt on his life. The presidents killed by an assassin were Abraham Lincoln, James A. Garfield, William McKinley, and now John F. Kennedy. John, in that connection, it's interesting
3: to note that since the year 1800, every president for 20 years has died
2: in office. And uh, there was uh, some talk about John Kennedy when elected in 1960. Being hale, hardy, young, very healthy, would
1: probably break this tradition. But because of what's happened today in Dallas, uh, the tradition seems to go on. We're pausing briefly for station identification. We'll return to reports from the 57 radio newsroom momentarily. This is Radio 57, WFAA, 570
3: AM and FM, from Dallas, Texas.
1: The President and Texas Governor John Connolly, as you know, were cut down by assassins' bullets as they toured downtown Dallas. An ominous open car... Mrs. Kennedy again, repeating, was not hurt. Mrs. Connolly also was safe. Witnesses said there were three loud bursts of gunfire. According to WFAA program director, who was an eyewitness at the scene, Pierce Allman, there were three reverberating, well-faced shots. This is the first president to be slain. While in office, Lincoln, Garfield, McKinley, and now John F. Kennedy. At first, it was impossible to tell whether the president was hit, but the governor plainly had visible wounds in his chest, indicating the shots came from an automatic weapon from that Knoll or Texas School Book
3: Depository building on Elm Street. At first, Secret Service agents had thought
1: the shots came from an automatic weapon. Turn now back to Radio 57 News to see if there are any late developments, and here's John Allen. Ben, this is Roger Reddy. John has stepped out to find out some further information. Uh, We have heard just now, a little earlier, we had a report that there was a gentleman, a gentleman, a fellow apprehended at the downtown Dallas Theater by the police, and that he had a a gun with him, and he was suspected to be the assassin. He was immediately rushed into the police cruiser. He had been apprehended in the Texas Theater in the the last row of seats, and... He was apprehended by the police, put into the cruiser, and rushed immediately downtown to the jail. We, we have heard, this is still unofficial, that this person had a shotgun with him, and therefore this would indicate that perhaps he is not the one who shot President Kennedy, since apparently the president was shot with an automatic rifle weapon. Uh, Governor Connolly is still in serious condition with his gunshot wound in the chest. Uh, the hospital says his condition, quote, is serious. He said that the governor was not out of the woods, the spokesman at the hospital. His doctor said, however, the vital signs were good, as John Allen just told you. The vital signs apparently uh, indicated from pulse, a heartbeat, etc. He was shot in the chest, which, of course, is always a serious place to get shot. The the doctor at the hospital confirms that Connolly had a good pulse and that his respiration was satisfactory. Have you received any further information from Rick Robertson or uh, Walter Evans in the last few moments? Walter Evans now has a
2: report from the hospital.
1: We I have had a momentary of break from the microphone and have not heard of what Roger Reddy was saying. We switch now for a late report from Parkland Hospital to Walter Evans in the WFA News group. We
3: have just come from a news conference held by Julian Reed, an administrative assistant to Governor John Connolly. He had, uh, right before he started his news conference, he had had a conversation with Mrs. Connolly, who, of course, was right in the thick of what went on in downtown Dallas this afternoon. Let's reconstruct briefly what happened. It was about 12.15 this afternoon. The car carrying President and Mrs. Kennedy, Governor and Mrs. Connolly, and two secret service agents, an open car, had rounded the corner of Maine and Houston Streets, had proceeded one block north up Houston Street, and had turned to the left on Elm Street and was getting ready to go under the triple underpass. At that moment, Mrs. Connolly said she heard a shot. Instantly, when she heard the shot, her husband turned to see what had happened, and at that instant, he too was shot. Mrs. Connolly says she believes the first shot was the one that struck President Kennedy in the head. There was a second shot. That shot struck Governor Connolly in the back and coming out of his body in the right chest. There are reports of a third shot, and uh, Governor Connolly has a wound on his wrist, and that could be the result of that third pistol shot, although Mrs. Connolly uh, is not certain whether there was a third shot or not. She said immediately after the first shot, Mrs. Kennedy grabbed her husband. After the second shot, shot, Mrs. Connolly grabbed her husband. All four of them ducked down into the car to escape any further fusillade of shots. And uh, within a split second, one of the two secret service men in the front seat of the car grabbed the telephone, said, let's go to the hospital, and then he proceeded to make a call, presumably to uh, other secret service men in the area or perhaps the hospital. At any rate, the car was sped rapidly down Simmons Freeway, both women holding their husbands in their arms, and was here at Parkland Hospital within a matter of five to ten minutes. So that's the situation. There is still no official word as to when Vice President Johnson will be sworn in as President of the United States. About, about an hour ago, he was whisked away from Parkland Hospital in something of a state of shock himself, Although he was not shot, as had been previously reported, nor had he had a heart attack. Uh, he had, uh, had, there had been rumors that he had uh, had a heart attack. None of those rumors were true. He apparently is in good condition under the circumstances. He's been taken to some unknown location, and that location will be kept secret for obvious security reasons. The press room here at Parkland Hospital, which was set up within a matter of minutes by Parkland Hospital officials on the first floor of the building, is in something of a state of shock at this moment. Just now, reporters are beginning to realize what has happened. They acted on reflex right at first and continue to act so for the next uh, hour or so, but by now, uh, a kind of uh, state of shock is beginning to set in. Uh, WFAA-TV newsman Mal Koch has just come to the Mobile News Unit. Uh, Mal, uh, what's, what's the situation? Well, uh, We're not sure right now, Walt. It looks like that Mrs. Kennedy may still be here and may be in a state of shock. Of course, there are many rumors that are floating around. It's also believed that part of Governor John Connolly's family has arrived, possibly one of his sons. At this point, this is all that I know from the emergency exit of Parkland. However, Walt, I could tell an interesting story of what happened, because I was within 50 to 75 feet behind the president. Uh, we had just turned the corner, the motorcade had just turned the corner at, I believe it's Young and Elm. Is this correct? Elm in Houston. Elm in Houston, I'm sorry. Uh, overlooking the street is a large building by the name of the Texas School Book Depository. Right. Uh, just as the president's car turned the corner, I heard a loud. Uh, shot that sounded like it first a backfire. And then I heard another one. And then, finally, a third shot. Uh, we naturally took this third shot as a rifle shot, because uh, we figured by the third shot that this was not a backfire. It was not a bike backfire, but it was actually someone taking a crack at the president. Uh, just as our car rounded the corner, we saw the president's car speed off. I had my camera in my hand and raised it, and to see an officer fall and pull his pistol. I took a shot of that, and then to my right, two ladies fell to the ground, and uh, one of them had fainted. People were running hither and uh, there, here, hither and yon. Uh, up in the window, I saw—I could not tell what, uh, who, uh, what the person looked like—but I saw the rifle being pulled by into the window. This was the fifth or sixth floor. Uh, there were people underneath the rifle who uh, looked up to uh, see where the shots had come from. Uh, one man started running down the street with his little boy, his little child, and several uh, policemen began running after him, thinking that he was the man that had fired the shot. However, he turned out not to be. There was much confusion around there. Uh, I noticed on the sidewalk, walked well, some blood. At this time, I don't know whose blood it was, but there was some blood on the sidewalk, uh, away from the street. It must not have been the President's blood. The motorcade then sped off, and I was left in mass confusion to try to grope my way out to Parkland Hospital. Thank you very much, Mel, for that uh, eyewitness report. Ironically, within uh, just a matter of seconds before these fatal shots were fired, Mrs. Conley uh, uh, commented to President Kennedy... You, do, it's, uh, you, you certainly can't say that Dallas is an unfriendly city, because they were they were beaming over the outstanding reception they had received, uh, not only in downtown Dallas, but all along the way. Just a matter of seconds after that, the first shot was fired, which struck President Kennedy in the head, and the shot which eventually resulted in his death here at Parkland Hospital. We're going to return now to the press room set up here in the first floor of Parkland Hospital. And we'll be bringing you further details as they are released by the White House News Department. We've said this two or three times in our previous reports. Let us say it once again. There is something of a crowd gathering here at Parkland Hospital, although it looks like it's not quite as great as it was a while ago. Let us please ask you to stay away from Parkland Hospital. Your presence here can only hamper the Dallas policemen in in trying to do their job, uh, protecting the people here and trying to control traffic. So please... Don't drive to Parkland Hospital. You won't find out anything any quicker here than you will in your own automobile in another part of the city or at home. This is Walter Evans reporting from
1: Parkland Hospital. We have had WFA newsmen scattered about the city from the moment the president's plane touched down along the road of the motorcade at mm-hmm. Dallas Love Field. And at various points in the city, uh, one of those new men, Ron Ryland, was an eyewitness to something that happened on West Jefferson. Would you give us a report on that, Ron? To
3: Washington, in just a few
4: minutes, please. <laughs> uh, anybody... Several hundred officers swarmed through every entrance in the theater and found this man sitting in the second row from the back. He was armed with a shotgun. Uh, the officers jumped him, uh, wrestled the gun away from him, and then pulled him out through the doors uh, with him screaming, I protest this police brutality. He was really fighting them all the way, kicking and screaming and hollering, until he got to the front entrance of the theater. There was a crowd, I'd say, of two or 3,000 people who had been attracted to the theater by the, uh, all of the screaming sirens and people descending on the area. And as they pulled the man out through the theater, the officers threw a cordon around them. The people stomped the uh, cordon down. They uh, brushed past the police officer and tried to grab the man, shouting murder him and all sorts of uh, such things as this, and tried to get to him, and I dare say if they had have gotten to him, that they would have pulled him to pieces. Dallas is in an uproar. You say that he is armed with a shotgun,
1: or was armed with a shotgun.
4: That's correct, Don.
1: You didn't... uh... Earlier there earlier reports that the President's assassin was armed with uh, a rifle. Have you heard that? Do you think well, there's uh,
4: several things going on around at the moment, John. The uh, idea, of course, is that this man is now fighting for his life. Uh, he could be armed with and anything. He had more than one weapon. The, right. The uh, Dallas police officer uh, that was shot down in the line of duty uh, was, uh, had a pistol. This man was shot. Uh, the officer was shot with a pistol. By a pistol. We found the pistol later. Yes, a thirty-eight caliber police positive. Uh, ar- ar- uh, there ar- has been a Dallas policeman
1: shot to death, and uh, it's being assumed, although there is no official confirmation, that the same man is responsible. Uh, this this man that was captured in the theater. Uh, have you heard reports that he was the same one? that uh, Vic Robertson has been giving us information on that, and he said that there was a, a terrific uh, search being made and a chase on Jefferson by police in attempts to apprehend
4: a man that uh, they believe is the one they found in the Jefferson Theater. Is that your information? Well, John, let me put it this way. Dallas is in an uproar. We've got reports of this man in every part of the city. I do believe that this man may be connected. He may have panicked and shot the police officer. The idea, of course, being behind it that right now uh, they're going to grab anybody, it's possible that this man who could have been the same one, he answers a description. He's between 30, 35 years old, short, stocky built, about 5'8", weighs about 145 to 50 pounds, something on this order. He looks exactly as the description has been broadcast. So at this point, anybody that is armed answering this description could be suspect. So it is possible that
1: the same man, or, or maybe he had assistance, but it's possible that the same man fired at the president with a rifle, shot a policeman to death in an attempt to apprehend him on West Jefferson, was cornered in the theater, and then used a, a shotgun in attempts to break away from police even after they had the theater surrounded.
4: Well, this, this is quite possible, John, because uh, a man assist this desperate that would go to these lengths to uh, murder the chief executive of the United States probably would go well on
1: that. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Thank you very much. Ron Ryland of the WFAA News staff. The president, when he arrived, arrived through the greeting of some five to 6,000 persons. He arrived in Fort Worth. The Christmas lights were on there. Thousands of the lights which lined the downtown Fort Worth buildings were turn- turned on much earlier than usual in the gesture of hello to the President when he arrived in Fort Worth. The chief executive mingled with the crowds there at Carswell Air Force Base and also in front of the Texas Hotel in downtown Fort Worth. And then the President had flown to Dallas late this morning following a breakfast luncheon in Fort Worth. Thousands were on hand when the President's plane touched down at Love Field. And there followed a motorcade uh, through downtown Dallas was uh, almost over the motorcade through Dallas due to 100 yards one report says 60 feet another 100 yards away from uh, the presidential car the Dallas police had in effect at the time the most stringent security arrangements that they have ever attempted here police chief Jess Curry had had been uh, warning for several days against just such a possibility Uh, He did not specifically say an assassination, but he said any incident, any untoward incident, would be forestalled, if possible, by the uh, Dallas police, and every attempt was being made. Uh, It was hoped that uh, there would be no demonstration against the president, like that which occurred when the the U.N. ambassador, Adlai Stevenson, was here recently. Six members of the president's cabinet were flying to Japan when the president was killed this afternoon, They were an hour and a half out of Honolulu. The secretaries were advised of the killing, and they immediately turned back to Washington. They're expected to speed back to Washington today. The party was on the way to a meeting with members of the Japanese cabinet. And in the party were Secretary of State Rusk, Secretary of Commerce Hodges, Secretary of Labor Works, Secretary of the Interior Stuart Udall, and uh, of Agriculture Orville Freeman. And each of these members of the president's cabinet had their wives with them. They were informed on the plane that the president had been shot and turned back to this country. Governor John Connolly, who was riding in the president's car and was also shot in the chest, uh, from behind, just below the shoulder blade, underwent an operation at about 1.30 today at Parkland Hospital. Connolly's condition is said to be serious, but uh, the doctors and attendants say that while the governor is not out of the woods his vital signs are good. Uh, WFA newsman Walter Evans reported moments ago that the governor was wounded in the wrist. So apparently that accounts for all three shots that were heard by eyewitnesses to this assassination and attempted assassination. Police Chief uh, H. McGill of Houston had reported that there were three telephone threats made against the life of President Kennedy. Of course, these things are made frequently against any president, and uh, usually they are uh, passed off as pranks or cranks. Uh, people who are known uh, also as cranks. Uh, we have this further information. Police now say that President Kennedy was assassinated by a shot from a warehouse. So that if this is has been confirmed, then that rules out the grassy knoll near the uh, street on which the motorcade passed. The entire building has now been evacuated. and Dallas police say that uh, they have found the remains of fried chicken and uh, paper on the fifth floor. They say the sniper apparently had been there for some time. The Secret Service said the assassin apparently used a high-powered army or Japanese rifle of approximately 25 caliber. They said the rifle had a scope on it. Where this information comes from, we do not know. We earlier had reports it was a .30-30 rifle, uh, but the Dallas police are being quoted now as saying that the uh, rifle was of Japanese make, of high power, and approximately twenty five caliber with a scope on it, and the uh, remains of fried chicken and a paper have been found on the fifth floor of a warehouse along the presidential route, and from which the bullets apparently were fired. That's the Dallas police with that information. Vice President Johnson's wife, after a check on uh, conditions in the emergency section, has said that her husband was unharmed. There were earlier rumors that uh, the vice president had been hurt or had suffered an attack of some sort, but these uh, rumors have now been cleared up, and he has left the hospital. The whereabouts of the vice president are not known, and when he will be sworn in as president, is also a closely guarded secret. He is, uh, I'm sure, under heavy secret service guard at this time. Roger Reddy of the WFIA Newsroom. Yes, John, we just got a call from Vic Robertson at the police headquarters here in Dallas, and Vic has told us that a Bureau FBI man has said that the man who was apprehended at the Texas Theater in downtown Dallas with the shotgun apparently is not going to be able to be connected with the direct assassination on President Kennedy, but that he apparently was the one who shot the policeman, in a subsequent event in downtown Dallas. Do they feel that he was connected indirectly? Uh, Vic didn't say. Uh, He intimated that apparently this was part of the reaction to the assassination. They didn't uh, give any indication as to whether they thought there was more than one person involved in the assassination attempt? No, they didn't, but uh, obviously there is. The uh, man has not been charged yet. He has uh, not been formally charged with anything. They're still holding him, still questioning him. They have nobody else in custody. And uh, Vic says as soon as he finds out later where he'll give it to us. Travis Land is now in the uh, WFA mobile unit downtown, with a uh, report on the reaction of
0: Dallasites. Here in downtown Dallas, there is an extra edition of a newspaper out, and it is very abundant on the streets. It says simply, "President dead." The atmosphere in Dallas, which is at this time wind-blown, is one of a crowded street. The streets are jammed with automobiles. ...and the sidewalks were people who were just standing there. Just standing, occasionally reading a newspaper, talking to one another. One man came up to my car and said, have they caught him? Have they caught him? And he was, of course, referring to the suspect of the assassination... ...and we were unable to tell him whether or not anyone definitely connected with the assassination has been arrested. I was at the trademark prepared to give a report on the president's speech to some 2,500 people... ...when the first news that the president had been shot came... It first did not go to the public in general. There at the Trademark, the 2,500 luncheon guests were not informed. However, the rumor spread like wildfire through the corridors and newsmen, about 250 of them, raced out of the building carrying their cameras with them. A long wait ensued in which this rumor began to spread across the crowd itself. Then, some 30 minutes after the president had died, an announcement was made... That it is apparent some incident has occurred. We do not know how serious it is. A benediction was said as everyone stood and bowed his head. About thirty minutes passed and still the people maintained their seats at the trade march, unable to believe that anything had happened to the president of the United States. Finally, the announcement was made that the president had been shot and taken to Parkland Hospital. The announcement that the president was dead was never made at the trademark, but it was obvious from the tone of the man giving the announcement, Dr. Luther Holcomb, of the Dallas Council of Churches, that it was a grave situation. Another prayer was said for the country, and then people left the trademark. Perhaps the most typical reaction was that of a Negro porter who was to serve the president. He leaned back against the presidential seal on the rostrum, pulled out his handkerchief, and wailed loudly. Here in downtown Dallas, people are talking to one another, as I say, without expression on their faces. And it's a solemn day in Dallas. This is Travis Lynn in downtown Dallas. Now back to Communications Center. This has been Laurie at
1: Master Control at WFAA. Our Washington correspondents have told us of a moment of silent prayer that was called for by the presiding official of the General Assembly of the United Nations in New York. And following that moment of silence, the General Assembly at the U.N. has been adjourned for the rest of the day in mourning for the passing of the assassination of the President of the United States. The body of President Kennedy has been taken from Parkland Hospital.
3: Sources say it will be phoned to Washington this afternoon. Mrs. Kennedy
1: left Parkland Emergency Ward by the back door in a slow, deliberate pace, obviously, dazed. Sources all around her during the entire ordeal said she was not hysterical at any point during the entire affair. Results in social circles are beginning to be felt around Big D. The scheduled football game between Woodrow Wilson and South Oak Cliff High Schools, scheduled for tonight, has been called off. This game will be rescheduled for Saturday night at 7.30
3: p.m. at Cobb Stadium. Likewise, the Dallas Morning News Travel Club will
1: not meet tonight as scheduled. Now we turn you back to Radio 57 Newsroom and more details as they come in. A moment ago, we received reports that a man had been arrested in Fort Worth by uh, police officials or authorities there and possibly some connection with the assassination attempt. That has not been confirmed. Police do say now, however, that President Kennedy was assassinated by a shot. Fired from a warehouse as the presidential motorcade was nearing the triple underpass at the west section of the downtown Big D area at the intersection of Elm Street and Houston. The entire warehouse had been has been evacuated, and Dallas police say that they have found the remains of Fried Chicken and Cooper on the fifth floor. They say the sniper apparently had been there for some time. WFAA newsman Mal Couch, who was situated in that vicinity, said that he saw... A, uh, a gun of some sort, he did not know for certain what it was, rifle or gun, appeared from a window on the fifth or sixth floor. Apparently it was on the fifth floor of the warehouse from which the assassin fired. Police, uh, here is an official confirmation of this report we just gave you. The police have arrested a man in the Riverside section of Fort Worth in the connection with the shooting of a Dallas policeman. However, this man denies any connection with the assassination attempt of President Kennedy. Uh, The earlier reports we had were that uh, a man had uh, shot to death, a Dallas policeman on West Jefferson. Uh, Approximately 20 police squad cars were uh, enlisted in the attempt to capture him, and he was finally located, uh, the man they believed to have been the one who shot the policeman, was located in uh, a Jefferson Street theater. And at that time, he was armed with a shotgun. So these conflicting reports remain to be verified and straightened out. We uh, now call in Walter Evans, who has a, an additional report to make from the WFAA cruiser.
3: We don't know for sure because none of the White House staff knows for sure, but uh, probably at this moment this country has a new president. Uh, Vice President Lyndon Johnson was whisked away from Parkland Hospital about one o'clock, approximately one o'clock, uh, to some secret location, and we've just been told that the purpose of whisking him away was for the purpose of officially throwing him in and making him, uh, w- without any uh, legal question, the, the new president of the United States. Just what President Johnson's status is, or what his location is at this moment, nobody knows. When we'll find out, we don't know, because the uh, authorities, the White House authorities, who are, are passing out all the information here at Parkland Hospital themselves don't know. Uh, he apparently had with him when he left uh, at least two or more secret service men and one administrative assistant. They were taken somewhere, probably in the city of Dallas, for the clearing in. But where that is, we don't know. Two doctors who were in attendance, who uh, attended President Kennedy after he was brought into the emergency room near at Hartland, have just this moment concluded a news conference. They were Dr. Doctor- Kemp. Clark, who is chief of neurosurgery here at Parkland Hospital, and Dr. Malcolm Perry, one of the attending physicians. Dr. Clark told the newsmen that there was at least one wound, perhaps two wounds in President Kennedy's, the upper portion of President Kennedy's body. There was a wound in the head, which uh, would obviously be the fatal wound. There was perhaps a second wound, in the front part of the neck, below the larynx, below the atom vessel. he says he's not sure at this time whether the uh, neck wound was caused by the same slug uh, that entered the head or not, or whether it was perhaps a second bullet. Uh, this is not known at this time. Uh, I see the, I, I see our, our Fort Worth newsman, Fred Hatton, who's on the scene. He's just come running up to the wagon. Fred, what's the situation?
0: Walter, they are going to swear the vice president in as president at Love Field at this time. All right, Fine, thank you very much. Are you going out
3: there now? Fine, thank you very much. We've just been told, as you heard, that uh, Vice President Johnson will be sworn in at Love Field within the next few minutes. We'll try to bring you details of that uh, event as they happen. We're on our way there now at this time. So uh, while we're going to wait here... We will return you to our studios and uh, have
1: further information as it develops. Walter Evans, reporting to Michael Hospital, we're now going to the airport. Vice President Lyndon Johnson. He's sworn in at Love Field as President of the United States. The news of this shooting has hit Congress in Washington like a thunderbolt. Senator Edward Kennedy, the President's youngest brother, was presiding over the Senate when he was told. Attorney General Robert Kennedy had gone home to McLean, Virginia for lunch when the news reached him. And Senate Democratic Leader Mike Mansfield had said, this is terrible, I can't find words to describe how I feel. Speaker John McCormick was visibly shaken. Senate GOP Leader Dirksen said this is the most disastrous thing that could hit the nation. The President's mother and father were at Hyannisport, Massachusetts, when the word reached them. Mrs. Kennedy is 72, Mr. Kennedy is 75. You will recall... He suffered a stroke in December 1960 and had never fully recovered. Secretary of State Rusk and other cabinet members were aboard a plane bound for Japan. plan. uh, Six members of the cabinet had their wives with them when they received the information, the assassination of the president.
2: They had their plane turned back. It was at a point somewhere between Honolulu and Tokyo.